Hello and welcome to uni. This is Jack Murphy. Uni is all about getting you into the right college course. And in this podcast, we chat to students about their college experience, bringing you insight into the life of a student, as well as providing useful information regarding college courses. So in this episode, I will be chatting to Kira, who studied architecture at UCD and is currently doing a master's. Okay, Kira. You're very welcome on the uni podcast. How are you? Hello, how are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm good, I'm good too. So introduce yourself. My name is Kira. I'm 25. I'm in master's studying architecture at the moment. Cool, very good. Where did you do your undergrad then? Was it in the same college? So I um, did my undergrad in uh, Dublin in UCD. Um, started in 2014. And I'm still going. <laughs> it's a long process to get to the end to call yourself an architect. Yeah. So the the undergrad's three years. And then okay. you normally take about two years out to do a bit of experience. And then you whack into the old master's. Okay. Um, do you always take two years out before going into a, a master's? or? It really helps um, to do that. But you don't have to. The minimum amount of time it can take to to finish and become a qualified architect is seven years. Um, but they do recommend you take a year out or two to get, in, get a feel of the profession and um, get some experience under your belt with designing in the real world. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. And did, did you say you did architecture with a science or is it architecture? Yes. So it's, it's archi- architecture, but um, yeah. you don't, get to call yourself an architect after the degree in undergrad so they call it architectural science so sometimes they call it architectural science or um, studies or anything like this but yeah that's the course you do to do architecture anyway okay okay interesting um okay cool so you know I want you to take me through your college experience you know and as our listeners know we that's the way I kind of like to do it is talk to you about your experience starting from the Leaving Cert and then moving uh, through the course and everything like that you know so when you were in the Leaving Cert did you study any subjects in particular that you know would have helped in the in the course itself or when did you decide you wanted to actually study architecture? Um, yeah I think in Leaving Cert and uh, I cast my mind back it's um, I was very interested in um, science and art so art was my favorite subject uh, but I also kind of liked um, sciences like physics and chemistry and or, and geography as well. And architecture is kind of really a jack of all trades. So you get to do a bit of everything yeah. in it. Um, so I started looking into architecture in uh, Leaving Cert and I realized that it could be something quite interesting because it's just so broad. But um, yeah, I think... The reason I chose it was because I like art so much and it's very arty. For yeah. support. It's a design course. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. But I can also imagine it's so practical and I suppose art is as well. But yeah. were you were you ready for the the real practical side of it? That's the thing. So you can come at it from a completely different angle. You can uh, come out. Um, they, see, they didn't do these subjects in my school. Like you could have done like tech, tech graphics mm. and woodwork and you would have yeah. done amazingly as well because that's 
all incorporated. Um, so in that regard, I didn't have Tech Graph going into first year, but most people don't. So in the first semester, you're a little bit um, behind people who would have done Tech Graph because first year, everything is hand-drawn with the, with the drawing board and the T-square and the, all the rulers and the yeah. pencils and the leads. So, um, but after a couple of weeks, you catch up because um, they do teach you from scratch. Okay, but, that's good. Yeah. 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 Because I can imagine something like construction would have such a direct like correlation to the things they they teach in the course. You know, surely. Oh, I didn't know. That. Is that a subject in leaving sir? So I think that's what woodwork becomes construction. Oh, I think. Okay. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> no, I didn't do it, but um, from ah, my... they would have been flying through the course. I'd say. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah, I should have done that. Yeah. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> okay, so so tell me a bit more about the the actual things you do in the course then. And uh, take me through, you know, what you do as the years go on and if you specialize and what's involved uh, in, in yeah. anything like that. Um, so uh, first year, it's kind of funny, the projects. Um, so I'll take you through the structure of the, mm -hmm. the kind of course, I suppose, that might help. So this, there, it's mostly studio based. So okay. is that like you, a, a lab? Yeah, so you all have a, um, well, if you, I can only speak on behalf of UCD, I think DIT, there's, I think there's four places you can do architecture in Ireland, and it's UCD, DIT, uh, Cork, IT, and Waterford. I might be wrong. I think there might be one in Galway, hmm. but I'm not sure. Um, but, but yeah, it, it's kind of like the culture, studio culture is where you kind of learn. So you get an assigned seat in first year and you sit down. Um, and they give you um, design projects. It starts off quite lovely. Like um, in first year, we had to design a shelter so, and yeah. you were prescribed like a certain amount of materials and you just had to build a, a shelter. And it was like anything under the sun, it just mm -hmm. had to shelter it in some respect. That's first year. And then it kind of moves up. The, the, the gradient goes up pretty far then. And then in second year, you have to design a whole, um, um, accommodation i think is well we did a city city scale urban design okay. so that's the geography <laughs> geography would kind of come in there as well so yeah. if you were good at geography it would probably um, have an impact yeah yeah and then third year you design like a community center or a school um it's much more detailed at that scale and then um uh, and then in masters of course it's just you just have to know everything. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> so um, in last year, in fourth year, I had to design, um, uh, what was it? Just an urban housing scheme. And this year, mm. you, in fifth year, um, you design your own thesis. So all the other years you're prescribed a thesis and then you have to come up with your own one in fifth year. But- um, And do you have a final year like project or final um, thesis then for the undergrad is, is that in the is that in your fifth year or is the fifth year the masters yes yeah, so, uh, uh, it's a weird one it, it's like seen in the profession as five years but I suppose it is two degrees in their own sense okay. um, so uh, every year is two semesters um, and fifth year is the only year where it's a year-long thesis but every other um, semester um, in undergrad, in undergrad, you kind of do about five projects, which is lovely. So you get to have a little bit of a um, 
um, a taste of everything. But yeah. in the final semester of every year, you do the hard, the tough one. Basically. Okay, so you've a kind of a final year project every year, then like a project, like a yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna ask you straight out: Is there anything you think someone should know before studying the course? I was. <laughs> Um, it's it's really funny. I always say this to my mates. We don't save people, so it shouldn't be this hard. But like you, you won't really have a social life. <laughs> oh, I don't understand why. I'm only designing building, but you do have to work quite hard. And um, so if you're up for that, I give it a go. But um, in saying that, you make the best friends because you all have assigned seats in like a studio. So it's kind of a bit like school in that sense that you just make friends with all people around you. Like I knew my full year in undergrads. Uh, well, How many people were in your year? Um, it's it's normally around like seventy to eighty people. Yeah. And okay. You get to meet all of them. And um, uh, what else would I, what would I say? Yeah, it's, I just say it's a lot of work. That's just be prepared for that how many hours are we are we talking like are we talking like a 40 hour work week yeah <laughs> like it's kind of you just have to get the job done so if you can yeah. do it quicker than that um good fair play but yeah. most of the time um you have to learn your skills as well because it is a trade as you said that you need to learn the skills for mm -hmm. so at the start you're um quite slower i suppose so yeah yeah no of course of course well look that's good that someone is hearing this because if they're thinking about doing it and they they find out it is a very intense course yeah. um then you know that's something that they they need to know you know so in terms of the work experience or any placement or erasmus opportunity in the course is there is there any yeah. of those normally um typically in fourth year um you do one semester abroad Yes, yeah, you can go anywhere in the world. I know UCD provides placements in like Australia, America, but most people do it in Europe just because it's a bit cheaper to live, I suppose, when you're out there. Um, yeah. It's, it's uh, one semester, either first or second semester in fourth year. But I've heard there's rumors that if you um, kind of whisper in the, the year head's ear, there is a possibility to do it in undergrad in third year, I think, as well. But it's just not advertised because it's a hassle. Okay. okay, well, this is some insider uh, information here coming yeah. straight, straight from uni. So if anyone's listening, yeah, that's a, you know now that that's a, an opportunity available to, to third years. So. <laughs> what also I would say is, even if you don't do Erasmus, every year um, you go on a trip. Um, okay. So... I had the, it was, it's amazing to be honest, like every year I, we had to go to a city and you spend a week there studying the city. Um, so you, we had like Paris or Venice and Rome. Uh, in Rome, that's like the tradition to go to Rome every, on your first year in, in architecture. And is that uh, funded by the college and everything or is it, is it a student Unfortunately, thing? it's not, it should be. Okay. Um, you do have to pay it yourself, but it is worth it, I suppose. And then also, uh, there's a society in UCD anyway, um, ArcSoc, and they're very good. And they always organize a trip as well. Mm -hmm. um, 
so there's an opportunity to do two trips in a year every year <laughs> <laughs> um, which is a very alien thought at the moment during coronavirus i know but, yeah yeah exactly yeah. the thought of going anywhere is seems so um unusual but yeah listen so kira tell me then you know i know you're not graduated yet but you finished your undergrad and what do you you yourself hope to do and can you tell me about some of the like opportunities that are that are available to graduates as well in ireland yeah. uh, and even yeah. abroad if you happen to know of any people that have gone abroad and are pursuing architecture as a, as a career so um you there's three positions basically um during your education so after you finish your undergrad your classes are part one and um you can work anywhere as a part one um um so it's normally just with firms uh, ireland has about 300 firms um it's all about just you just had it's all about handing out your um, portfolio and your cv mm -hmm. that's how you tend to get a job at that stage and then part two um some um potential employers come to your degree show and they can either scout you for a, a position or yeah again you go out with your portfolio so your so, part two is is when is it after, after the after the master's okay yeah and then there's part three <laughs> so then after you do your master's you think you're done and then you're like oh god no you have to do um professional studies basically so you're doing all the law and the business side under an architect thank god you're being it's part-time so you're uh, being paid in a in a job um and basically it's all about writing down your case studies and then you have a series of exams after two years then you get to call yourself an architect so i'm i legally can't say i'm an architect yet even though i've done what is it like five years of education so far four years yeah i've done four years so far um but yes yeah, so in people i know um yeah they're all over the world now like some in australia um america yeah in china as well um and also it's it's kind of funny like people know that an architect is hard working so you can get hired in all different types of degrees um so yeah i know that you can become like a cake maker anything designy the most um, cake maker cake maker yeah yeah you know, so you went to you go to college and you'd, you'd study architecture and then you become a cake maker I've, I've never heard of that before see the thing is it's quite depressing because um when you're an architect you're really influenced by re recessions so you can do all that education and then you're <laughs> making cakes are, is a lovely profession though it sounds really relaxing but oh and the the most the uh, alternative route that people take after study architecture most commonly is uh, graphic design so you you're yeah. basically a graphic designer at the end as well because you use the same software and everything okay very good yeah. but yeah th th it seems like there is a lot of um opportunities there for for uh, architecture um, yeah students you know and so looking back at your experience then studying the course are you are you happy you studied it i am happy i studied it um i would say to people don't do this course if you want to be rich because i'm not rich <laughs> <laughs> um no it, it was it's actually been really lovely enriching and you meet amazing people and um yeah it's quite a, um how would i describe it it's kind of like 
Um, it's hard work, but it, it's just very rewarding, basically. Okay. A rewarding course, I'd say. Yeah, it seems like it's one of those courses if, if, that if you if you love it, it, it is very rewarding and it, and it can be, but it is at the same time hard work, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I will also say that there is um, a bit of a high dropout rate in first first year. Okay. So I think it's really important that I'm saying this on your podcast right now that you have to prepare yourself for a lot of work and um, uh, in that vein is there any say if someone really wanted to do architecture but they weren't really sure if they were able for it already is there any advice you give for them to prepare or anything like that it kind of is one of those courses where you, where you can go in with just knowing nothing and they they do really teach you from scratch which is really lovely um just go in with an open mind and um just know that um, it's hard work, but you will really enjoy it. And um, there's a lot you're going to learn, but uh, yeah, it's quite fun. And also you work hard, but also there's a lot of um, <laughs> exciting things in the evening as well. Like um, because you all know each other, um, there's a lot of extracurricular fun stuff as well. Okay. Very good, very good. In terms of your experience studying in UCD then, uh, how did you find it? Yeah, it's quite nice. Um, the funny thing, I, I don't know if you're familiar, did you study in UCD? No, I went to UCC. UCC? Yeah. Um, UCD is massive. It's like yeah. 40,000 people. And the campus is so big um, that not many people know where the architecture campus is. Mm. <laughs> super funny um it's kind of excluded from the rest of the campus which is good in one way that you kind of know everyone that does architecture even in different years um but in another sense it's kind of weird that um you don't feel a part of the the wider community of ucd but it's you don't really mind that as much because you have your own little quad and you have the library there's all the facilities you need just around you so yeah. it's it's like a closely knit um course i'd say that's great yeah and especially if you know you said yourself it is a very work intensive course i think that's yeah. definitely needed then you know to have a closely knit course and um that opportunity to to really bond with your with your classmates because you know you mightn't have the opportunity to to do so in with other courses because you're uh, literally with each other uh, all day yeah. you know yeah and also the support system aspect like because everyone knows you they'll yeah. see if you're struggling or whatever and sit down with you and help through yeah but, um, i hope i'm not painting it too negatively it's it's very fun but um, yeah i feel no, like it's my duty to <laughs> warn no, people <laughs> I, you know and that's what yeah that's uh, another side of this podcast is just to uh, give people uh, the realest picture yeah. possible you know but yeah. I think we have have covered a lot of topics there and you gave a, a good uh, overview of the course itself. So thanks for your time, Kira. No worries. And Thank it was you a for having me. It was a pleasure to have you on. Take care. Thank you. Bye. So I hope you found this week's episode helpful. And as always, hearing from our listeners is something we love. So if there are any other courses you want covered in this podcast, feel free to drop us a message on any of our social channels or you can email us at hello at uni.ie. Keep in mind, if you're struggling to decide what to study in college, you're not alone. 
many students have a hard time nailing down the perfect college course for them. If you want a helping hand, then remember Uni's college course recommendation software uses AI and cutting edge technology to help find the best fit college course for you. To find out more, head over to uni.ie. That's Y-O-O-N-I and find your uni fit.